what's the natural conversation? Well, like, all right, because it's oh god. I mean, the name of the podcast is for reviewing shit, right? So, like, I got something to review. It's gonna be real simple, real easy. The new show on Netflix, The Woman in the House Across yeah, the Street from the that. Girl in the Window. See, this has to be a joke at this point. Let's review the name of that show. Yeah. So, if you can't tell by the name of the show, it's ironic, right? It's making fun of the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah. And, like, the the woman in the window is in, like, a show. And it's making fun of that entire, you know, the neighbor who sits in their window and watches Oh, they're making it. fun of it? It's, it's the supposed entire to be show is, I like, it's all irony and sarcasm right, okay. and satire, right? Okay. So, I watched the first three episodes just because I saw the title and I was like... Right, I'm into that. I'm, like, I'm it, into long. Yeah, like form. It, it, clearly this is a joke. So I, I watched the first three episodes. It's only eight half hour episodes, so it's short. Mm-hmm. And I was sold twenty minutes into the first oh, episode, boy. and I, I watched the first three, and I was like, "This is great." It it's it's not like um, scary movie mm-hmm. things where it's all like pie in the face, you know, yeah, that type of stuff. But there's so many like subtle jokes about like the entire genre like this woman doesn't work but has like a fucking three million dollar yeah. house and literally <laughs> yeah. sits in the window and stares at the neighbors all day oh my god and at one point someone asked her like how do you even how do you afford this house like mm. <laughs> and, and she like, goes i don't yeah like the way she drinks wine um uh, she has these big wine glasses and she pours the entire bottle into the glass to the point where like she can't lift it up without yeah. spilling so then she's like leaning onto the table going <laughs> trying to like what suck it out fuck? of the top and like it's it's the entire show oh my god oh geez louise the entire show is just shit like that like yeah. making fun of how stupid it is and i went online and i would like went to look at some reviews for it and half of the reviews were like the show is stupid it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. and then the someone would respond to that comment and be like you realize it's like it's satire a, it's a joke, right yeah and it turns out a shit ton of people thought it was a real show. Oh, yeah. And then we're just talking about how stupid it was. And then the people who understood it was a joke were like, yeah, this is great. Like, this is funny. Like, how don't you understand that it's, it's a joke from the title? Just from the title. Just from the title. I knew the title. When I read that, I was like, this has to be some sort of yeah. and like satire. The, the police in the show do Inept. literally nothing. Yes. They do literally nothing. The woman her entire investigation is just adding people on Instagram and looking at their pages and seeing where they are. <laughs> I remember Anton and I watched, so I, I think you're in, in this group with us. Anton and I enjoy B-movie horror movies, mm-hmm. right? So me and Anton watched on one of our channels or whatever, this movie called... I think it was called One Missed Call or one, like a friend request. Yeah, yeah. But it's not... I, I've seen one of those before, like friend request, and it's on film through Skype, and it was actually good, but it wasn't... This was different. This... So it's... Oh, man, I can't... We didn't finish it. It was very bad. Yeah. This yeah. wasn't even B. This was C. But was it D. like self-aware bad, or was it trying to be serious and it was bad? I, it was trying to be serious. Oh, okay, that's that's bad. <laughs> this is where Ant and I kind of stopped watching this movie. Okay. So there was, basically, there's this f- Facebook kind of killer. You know, he'd add you on Facebook, and he'd, and he'd go on and he'd kill you, whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, that sounds nice. And the 
police department was like the location seemed like it was filmed in some underground basement. Uh, it was all damn straps. It was all uh, brick wall. No, not even brick wall. You know, cylinder blocks. Yeah, they're like yeah. painted kind of whitish, oh, yeah. beige-ish, whatever. That's you, what it was. You would see those in like like poor schools yes. a lot. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You'd see that. And there's no windows anywhere. You know, of these course, cops yeah. these cops are in the dark all the time. And the <laughs> it's it seemed that they didn't even have an actual building shot of yeah. the building. So the the shot that they had for the building was a f- a stock photo of a building and it said on the f- on the photo it said stock photo oh jesus <laughs> so so we're watching this and then they do the outside shot of the building and it's the building stock photo it says i'm like anta we did not just see that go back and it goes back and you see it it says stock photo you know when you're taking one of the photos and it has like the it's it's almost kind of invisible like yeah the, so you can see the whole picture that's what it was i'm like we didn't see that yeah. go back let me see but did we actually see that the watermark and we yeah. sure did see the watermark big old fucking letter <laughs> stock photo i'm like yeah we're done. i'm like this is this is over we're not doing this anymore it was so bad the only thing i like more than the b-level horror movies are the b-level monster movies yeah those are really bad those are like the, the first sharknado was like their yeah, bu- yeah, I think yeah. the budget for the first Sharknado was lower bucks, than maybe. the rest of the movies, <laughs> and that turned into a hit. But like uh, Lava Lantula was a sick movie. It's about a bunch of tarantulas that come out of an earthquake in California, and they mm. spit lava. And then there was Lava Lantula two, Ooh. and there was a giant the lava lantula. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a giant lava lantula. And the main character guy is like staring at it, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And he's like, "That's a gargantula." <laughs> and then the character next to him is like, "What? What? What'd you call it? Oh, gargantula?" Dear. And he's like, "Guda lant? Gu- what? Big lantula?" <laughs> oh dear god! But those those movies were like they know the CGI is bad, they know the story is yes. stupid, but they're just like, yeah, let's have a fun time. Like let's all laugh together. Like I like those ones. Let's have a fun time. Like Zombievers with Bill Burr. Those. I've seen. I remember that. I didn't watch it though. Poor, poor Bill Burr. There, <laughs> there was a. It wasn't a real movie. It was a trailer made. Uh, I think it was Mad TV back in the day. I'm pretty sure, or maybe it was College Humor, where it was uh, a shark in the swimming pool at a pool party with a bunch of college kids, and like, oh my god, it's literally like a full size great white shark yeah. in the pool, and nobody notices it at first, and they all go swimming, and then obviously it eats somebody. They're like shark in the pool, and they all get out. <laughs> But then they all keep getting back in the pool because they want to have a pool party. And there's one character. It's the super nerdy guy. Yeah. Who's literally just like, how about we just don't get in the pool? And then this fucking big jock like picks him up by the neck and holds him up against the wall. And he's like, I'm here to see some fucking titties. And I'm not going to see titties if we're not in the pool. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That reminds me of, uh, I'm pretty sure I had a mention on the podcast before. The 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 sand movie or whatever it's called oh, the beach or the yeah, sand whatever the sand, yeah, yeah, where yeah, the yeah. sand's eating the people holy that, fuck that it was so, so bad it's got the guy from um, Jamie Candy's in it yeah but he's in it for like three minutes and he dies yeah that's true yeah, yeah. I remember they're just like throwing the hot dog in the sand yeah oh so silly but then at the end they make it seem like they're gonna make a second one yeah <laughs> because the sand. It was a monster that alien. was in the sand, some alien thing. And then the movie ends with it. You see it swimming towards the shore. Yeah. And they're going to make a second. I was like, my God. Yeah. <laughs> my God. Oh, it was so silly. Like, the, the they have, like, this fat black guy. And he's, like, he, <laughs> he's, he, stuck, he's in stuck in the barrel. in the barrel. And he's like, guys, I can't get out. Like, the whole movie, he's in the fucking barrel. 
He's like, I'm so sore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I can't even believe like how fucking bad it was. But then you somehow catch these gems that are actually not too shabby. Yeah. There was one where it's a big fish at, in a lake that's uh, chasing like three people. And then it was the story arc was... It was like a love triangle between the the chick and the two guys. There always is. There's yeah. always, there was yeah, and it's a big fucking fish, and they're trying to get to the shore. It wasn't too too bad. I can't remember what it was called though. There was one. It's it, called a big fish. It was called like Shark Attack Malibu or something like that, and it was a tsunami that hit Malibu, and these people got trapped on the beach, and the earthquake that started the tsunami uh, opened up a cavern into the inner earth, and all of these like ghost Mm -hmm. they're called like ghost sharks or something like that they're like prehistoric sharks came out and i guess they were hungry and they just started eating all the people yeah and it's it's kind of like the cast is straight out of baywatch Mm. and it it was so fantastic because at some points the sharks are like breaking in doors and stuff and you're like (laughs) how (laughs) they're knocking on the door yeah uh police open up man Or like they're in like one of those lifeguard booth things where it's like um like th- basically thin wood mm-hmm. and there was windows and they're literally just like the the wood shutters that you can sort of open and close and they close the shutters and that holds the water out what <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right cool god damn those shutters are strong yeah you're watching the shutters like this like hold boys yeah hold it <laughs> there's like i've had them in my house before like there's tons of cracks in them it's not like yeah, it's a watertight work. seal yeah, they don't work. So, yeah, but those types of movies are always really good. I remember one, it was uh, Piranha Cobra. That was really yeah. sick. And then there was Piranha Cobra versus Sharktopus, mm. which is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. And that that was really good. At one point, the Sharktopus uh, jumps out of the Atlantic Ocean and catches a plane flying over the Atlantic. God so damn. 35,000 feet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he spotted it from the bottom of the sea. He's like, oh, fuck yeah, this fuck guy. This guy. <laughs> No, fuck that plane yeah, in particular. Fuck you, man. The when they did the did you watch the remake of Piranha? Like in two thousand oh, it was like two thousand. It was called like three double D or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And did like, you did you watch that though? I never watched it. it no. It's with that fucking um the guy from Baywatch. Uh Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. He's yeah. in it. The, <laughs> there's a scene where like the, the piranha are like they're 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 basically killing like everybody. Yeah, yeah. And it gets on the shore and the kid is like filming it and he's got this big iPhone yeah. and the mom's like, son, get away from it. And he's like, don't worry, mom, they can't do anything out of the water. And the piranha jumps up and fucking bites his whole goddamn head off. And then he's like, the mom's like, Aah! and then, and then uh, Hasselhoff's like, oh, fuck this. And he jumps in like a go-kart. He's yeah. fucking just dipping out of there. <laughs> like, did, did you ever watch the show back in the day? It was called River Monsters. It's with that. Is it with the guy that's just looking for big? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he British? Uh, I feel like it must maybe be he's British. Br- I think he might be Australian. Whatever. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big motherfucker. <laughs> no, he did one episode on piranhas, and he pointed out that like piranhas won't attack you unless you're bleeding. Basically, mm-hmm. like if you're just swimming with piranhas, you're fine. And I was like, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, there's no way piranhas eat everything all the time, and mm-hmm. he literally like. They had a like a swimming pool basically that was in some kind of fish farm and it had a shit ton of piranhas in it and he mm-hmm. literally just jumped in the pool. Jesus. They all just swam away from him and he was like, "Yeah, like as long as you're not actively bleeding, piranhas won't fuck with you." Wow. Cuz they're The balls will jump in there I with know, right? piranha. But piranhas they're not like predators, they're scavengers. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to fight 
something that's still like healthy yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah so if, if you're bleeding they're like hey we can we can get this guy whereas mm. if you're just healthy you're you're fine yeah, they make it seem like in the movies like you're done yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like quicksand in. right yeah. it, when i was younger i thought quicksand was going to be like a problem <laughs> growing up. yeah i think that's everyone like, yeah yeah <laughs> like at some point I'm or a shark to... in, a, in a pool Exa- oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're there you're like this yeah. in your floaties okay he's a motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> but like oh in the fucking the i want to say it was mad tv like it was just a regular swimming pool and a full-size great white shark like a great white shark is like seven meters long like yeah. it's the whole length it's of the, the whole pool, pool. But um, it wouldn't even be able to move. Yeah, <laughs> it's like just it, in one. It's like God damn it. Yeah, his head is on the thing. He's like, oh god, oh god. That river monsters guy though. He went to the Amazon to find some specific type of eel that likes swimming up your holes in your body. Oh, and oh. there was the famous story of the dude who was in the water and he was peeing and, he peeing and it, went, and it yeah. went in his dick hole, and he ended up dying. I think. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. the, he, they didn't end up finding the eel, but like a bunch of biologists were like, no, it's a real thing. And like they're attracted to like the chemical in, in piss, basically. And they're a, a type of parasite, basically. And I was like, man, I was never planning to go swimming in the Amazon, but like now I'm definitely not now, going swimming. <laughs> yeah. Now we don't do that anymore. I was thinking to myself, I was doing a. Well, we don't we don't touch each other's dick holes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking about Forrest Gump. When I was working, and I was thinking, <laughs> I I was gonna remake it. Okay? Oh Jesus! No, okay. But listen, listen, listen. There's two two ways. Okay, you can either do a full remake, but the full remake. So both both these movies that I would make, it would be with the same guy. It would be Matthew McConaughey. Okay, uh, as so, Forrest Gump. As Forrest Gump. So the first was either it's a full remake, and it's like shot for shot, shot for shot remake, or you do it's basically the first Forrest Gump was was himself thinking about prior events that happened. So the first Forrest Gump is all a thought that he yeah. had. And then the second movie would be him describing everything to a to a counselor, <laughs> some sort of therapist, right? So, he's, so there's two ways you could do it. He's either lying in the chair or he's driving a Lincoln with the guy. And okay. he's driving and he's like... And then that bitch Jenny, man, you know, she fucked me. Over. Yeah. I got AIDS because of Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just him doing a recount of everything that happened. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't got to work no more, man. These Apple stocks, they're just, yeah. they've been flying. You know what you have to do then, though? <laughs> no, no, it has to be like. But in his head, sorry, but in his head, he's like a retard. In his head, he's, oh, okay. like, he's that Forrest yeah. Gump, like, but he's smart, right? Oh, okay. No, I was going to say, like, you have to do, you have to do it in the, the office for the, um, whatchamacallit there, the therapist. But in the entire movie, you only see the top half of Matthew McConaughey. And at the end of the movie, it pans out and he still has like the leg braces on. And it turns out he never fucking ran out of them from the beginning. <laughs> the entire. Or he does the famous, or the, I was I was doing the whole bit. And then the famous line, he's like, he's like, man, my mom always said, life is like a box of chocolates, man. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ruins the like, seriousness yeah, of exactly, the moment. Exactly, right? <laughs> and he's like he's like talking to the, man look at these nackies they're magic shoes man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so fucking bad like, it would be everyone amazing. would hate that and, and he would get the oscar for it oh, you course, know he yeah. would and then what else could he he's like he's like with bubba he's, hey bubba yeah <laughs> You've been shot, man. <laughs> you know what? Like, but with Bubba though, they're not even talking about like different types of shrimp. It's j- different like bitcoins and like oh there's my- Bitcoin, <laughs> yeah. Ethereum, Dogecoin, Litecoin, yeah. Dogecoin, <laughs> Shinobi, <laughs> 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 
Shibu Inu, whatever it is. Yeah. I saw there was a, a an NFT that was a, basically a screenshot from like the Cyberpunk game mm-hmm. that sold for like 400 grand. Yeah. And I was like, why would you buy that? Like, it's not even like it's something iconic or whatever. Like, it's literally just a video game that kind of bombed. Like, what? No, not kind of, it did bomb. So Super hard bomb. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? Battlefield 2042, they already said they're not doing any more patches until, like, the end of April. So it's not even like they're even bothering trying to fix wow. it. They and just it, gave up on it. It's going game. free to play soon. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. So let's get into our yeah. football picks from last week because we did we did pretty well, I think. Drop, well, I think you did. I did. <laughs> I went 50-50, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we both did. So the first game was Chiefs and the Bungles. And the Bungles. Yeah. Well, they I didn't had, bungle, so we I had put some respect Chiefs. on their name. You had 31-27 Chiefs, and we were both. Yeah. All I'm going to say is this. This is what I'm going to say. Last week I said there's no way – that they're going to lose twice to the Bengals in one year. And I said, there's no way they're going to blow another lead against the Bengals. Boy, was I fucking wrong. <laughs> how the hell? Okay, obviously I'm a Raven fan. I can't vote for the Bengals. But, like, how do you – you're up 21-3, to and you and you blow that, and you only get a field goal in the second half or whatever hell they got. But, Mike, this was the problem. And this wasn't even a problem. A guy at my work was saying, oh, man, you got to take those points. You know when they went for the, the touchdown at the end of the quarter? Listen, if you are into st- statistics, if you get a touchdown on that play, you're getting and they were getting the ball back anyways in the second yep. half. The way that their stat line or their analytics said was, if you get a touchdown here, you will be X favored to win. You yep. will be you have a ninety percent chance of winning. If you get a touchdown here and then like a field goal or a touchdown to start the quarter, this game is over. It would have been what thirty five to three. Yeah, at yep. that point, you're not coming back. I'm sorry. No, there's no it's way you're gonna come back. That That's point. way too much. That means everything's abandoned, and you just have to throw and keep throwing. And then how Kansas City would play is like just park everybody back, yeah, rush yeah. three guys, and here we go. Let's play it. Yeah. And to me, you know what? You go for that fourth down. I don't like the play call that they did. I didn't like that one bit. No. I would have worked something down the middle or do a fade because that was just a quick, you know, a quick pass to the outside, and then hopefully you. I don't know. I don't like that play from the get go. But Tony Romo in the second half. His like Tony Romo, I think he's the best commentator in in football right now, just because he actually like knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And he the entire second half, so to start the season, the Chiefs were losing games and their offense was horrible. And Mahomes even said in an interview, teams are literally just running covered like two deep safeties and playing zone and rushing three guys, rushing three, sometimes rushing four. And the Chiefs just just didn't have the place to beat it. And then they adjusted and. They like the comparison Romo made was like to Tom Brady, where he can nickel and dime you the mm-hmm. whole field, and that's what the Chiefs needed to do because the Bengals were giving them five yards every single play. Yeah, throwing they were probably giving up more running if you actually like tried if to run the ball. They should have ran the ball, yeah. And the Chiefs did not adjust at all. They just continued to try to go for these long developing deep plays and throw it, crossing yeah. routes and yeah. things like that. And Romo was losing his mind because he was like, "Man, if you just hand the ball." to Edwards Alaire, he's going to get five yards every, every single carry. Like, yeah. Or instead of running every route as like a deep route, like just run everyone short. Like They're basically run mesh, so hard. right? You can't, if you have eight guys, Mike, in coverage, 
Buddy, you can be who the best quarterback in the world. It's going to be so hard to fucking fit that ball in yeah. with eight guys covering. Yeah. On a zone, buddy, I know I hate zone coverage really, but if, if, if there's a, a guy is... undercutting every route that you have, you're not going to fucking lift that ball up all the time. It's yeah. going to get fucking intercepted or batted down or whatever. And and the Chiefs just didn't adjust. Bother. They didn't, they didn't adjust. Yeah. yeah, they they were I just so like surprised Mahomes will Reed, beat them, right? Yeah, because yeah. Andy Root, Andy Reid is a great coach, and their OC was excellent too. Yeah. But you got to give it to the Bengals. They stuck in. Yep. They, they stuck in the whole time, They right? made a ton of adjustments at halftime. They yep. came out and looked like a completely different team. Yep. And the Chiefs' secondary is not that great, and they really like, Off-season, they need, I think... They need another safety. They need another corner. I think what you're going to see now is... So the Chiefs, they're not stupid, obviously. They're going to... Okay, last year they lost in the bowl. They got slapped, right? And why they get slapped? They couldn't fucking protect yeah, their whole line. Their, was life, brutal. Right? their whole line was brutal. So, what they did in the offseason, they, they revamped the old line. They had that great old line. Now, you got to realize that this is the second straight year. Your defense is garbage. Yeah. Like, your te- defense is very bad. And for teams to go to the bowl and to do well, it's usually you have a good offense, a very good offense. And your defense is like 15-ish. Yeah. You have a mediocre-ish slash okay defense that can make plays when they need to, and you you go on, right? That's how every Super Bowl team recently has been, right? Yeah. Even when the Ravens won, that defense was garbage. And a lot of people talk about, uh, they're like, oh, Ed Reed and, and Ray Lewis carry that team. It's like, Ray Lewis was fucking 37, 38 years old, middle linebacker. He was so damn slow. Yeah. Ed Reed yeah. was fading as well, man. And that defense was like 15, 16, 17. Not a top 10 defense, not yeah. by any means. Their offense showed up, dude. They fucking they showed up, and their defense made the plays at the end, right? Yep. They yep. went for a fourth down. The Ravens stopped them. Whatever, game over. But that's my point. You need a decent defense to advance. And, like, these last two seasons, Chiefs defense has been so bad. So they got to now go in the offseason and just fucking defense, man. Focus on defense. Their yeah. offense, you don't have a problem with the offense anymore. Well, like, the in terms of, like, contracts, I'm pretty sure their offense is, like, set. Like I think they're signed yeah, for think, more than one year. I think everything's fine. You just draft and yeah, just, try to get a good cornerback. I don't um, think they have their first rounder this year. I think they might have traded that potentially. They traded that to the Ravens. Yeah, for but that, Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or was that last year's first? I can't remember now. Either way, the even if you're not drafting in the first round, there's a ton of there's secondary always, talent. That's the thing about NFL versus like Chell and NBA. Like, yep. there's like seventy plus schools, and there's seventy plus small schools, and there's so many positions, and there's so many positions, yeah. and the talent pool is huge, right? Like, you're always gonna find good guys. Mm-hmm. That's why even you know you have a last pick, you're gonna find some good fucking guy. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, there's even every year there's a ton of undrafted guys who are good enough to make rosters day exactly, one, right? And we were talking about that outside, yeah, you know, the kickers especially, right? Yeah, but. You know, give it to the Bengals, and then yeah. my brother sent me a, a thing. Bengals are the fourth worst team DVOA to go to the Super Bowl. Fourth worst. Yeah, yeah. No, the the Bengals like as much as they're playing amazing right now. It just statistically during the year they weren't great, but like teams can get hot, right? And that's the thing. Like that's the yeah, Bengals yeah, are so hot. Their defense is hot. Picking. Teams. Okay, here we go. The Bengals have the third lowest regular season DVOA of any Super Bowl team since 2003. Bracket. It would be fourth lowest without Week 18 games. So 2008 Cardinals were minus 4.0%. 03 Panthers, 0.2%. Bengals, 0.01%. Then Giants in 2007 when they won, 1.4%. Redskins, 87 uh, were 67 Yep. 
And then so, the person will, what a postseason run. Yeah. But still, like, when you're playing hot, that 2017, for example, they beat that Giants team. They beat the fucking Patriots when the Patriots should have won everything. Yeah, yeah, right? that was the best The Randy Patriots Moss team, team uh, uh, Randy Moss, Brady, 25 touchdowns for Randy Moss or whatever. Like, the guy was an animal. That's when Brady had, f- like, 50 touchdown passes. Like, yeah. He was fucking, I hate Tom Brady, but I'll give it to him that season. Like, he was fucking crazy. He was yeah, so good, yeah. right? And then they lost, right? Like, you... That 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 fucking Giants team, dude. They were nine and seven. I remember that they were nine and seven, and they beat all the good teams. Yep. They beat Green Bay. They beat everybody, right? And then they beat the Patriots. Like, who? What the hell? It's a Cinderella story. But yeah. we'll see. We'll talk about our pick anyway. So that's true in in all sports. That like, as soon as a team gets hot, you can throw all your analytics out the window. Like, exactly, if, it, if yeah. everything's clicking, if everyone is playing above what they're used to, like, teams can look good. Like. Montreal last year in the NHL playoffs. Yeah. They went all the way to the final. Like the roster on paper was not even a playoff team. Like no. they were not good. But for some reason the playoffs started and everyone was playing ten percent above what they yeah. normally do. And when yeah. you have that happen, yeah, anyone can win, right? You're talking about the best athletes in the world at something. The differences between the best and the worst on a team is not as much as we think it is. And if yeah, if somebody's if somebody's feeling it, they're feeling it. Yeah. Right. So all right, game two. Rams, Niners. I had Rams 29-21. You had Rams 23-16. Very low scoring. I think it was 20-17, Mike, yeah, for the Rams. something like that. This game... I just... Uh, before you say anything, Fred Warner is so goddamn good, the linebacker for uh, the 49ers yes. with the long hair. Their defense is very good. He is everywhere. Like, every single play, he's near the ball. They I don't understand. They always talk about Warner. This game, dude, like was you you can see that the Niners are one quarterback away from going to the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Well, they made the Super Bowl with Jimmy. Yeah, like the, but they are they are so good. Like yeah. this team is set. And imagine, you know, we're going to talk about Rodgers anyways. Imagine if they got Rodgers. This team is Super Bowl favorite. That defense is disgusting. The, that oh, offense God, is so, so good. good. Yeah, everything is right? so good on that team. The everything is so good. Coaching is fantastic. I can't, coaching is great. But then I was looking at something. They always screw up. This Niner team in the last decade could have Super Bowl rings up the wazoo, mm-hmm. right? So they had the game against the Giants in the NFC Championship game when they dropped the punt in oh, overtime. yeah. Giants won that game. Then they had the interception... Uh, Colin Kaepernick intercepted in the red zone. Yeah, get, you know Sherman. Then they had the Ravens, and they lost to the Ravens that year. Then there was another time that they were in as well. That's like four bowls right there, man. And yeah. then I saw another thing. Speaking of Ravens, because uh, Brady finally retired, you know officially. One of the pages I followed, they posted so Brady against the Ravens, two and two in that in that span, whatever. Yep. And those four games, the Ravens could have won all of them. The Ravens had the one the miss kick Billy Cundiff. Would have sent the Ravens to the oh yeah because the Ravens would have won that game hundred percent. Yep. If they go to the final, they played Giants. They would have beat them and they would have been back to back bowl champions. Something that hasn't happened since the Patriots did it right. Then they had when they had the two blown two separate blown leads, fourteen point leads that the Ravens had against the Patriots. That's another team that could have made a run to the bowl and won right. And then you look at all these things. I'm like, holy shit, Ravens could have fucking four Super Bowls yeah. in, since 2000 till till a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. You know, we can say that 14 and two team could have even won as well, right? But like, just a couple of plays here and there, like it's nuts. And then you have this 49er team that are, they're, they're plays away yeah. from going to the bowl, from winning the bowl, right? Yeah. 
It's absolutely nuts. Like it's crazy because the 49ers were so bad for so long too, right? And then, well, they were amazing. Okay, well, minus like the 90s. Yeah, like the 90s. But those 2000s, early 2000s stuff, like when Mike Singletary was their coach, they were so shit. Yeah, they were so bad. They weren't even a team. Like I can't remember who their quarterback even was. I think it was like Jeff Garcia. And then that they turned it into basically a powerhouse for basically 12 years straight, kind of like they're like the Boston Bruins of. Football. Yeah, kind of. Like, they're always in the playoffs, always in the championship game or one game away. Well, like, I think it was last year they didn't make the playoffs, and that was just because, like... Injuries. Yeah, they had had no starters. Like, the Ravens this year. They had no starters starters, playing. But, yeah. But, like, Jimmy G in the game, he was not great he was average he was i wouldn't call him bad like he threw a pick at the end of the game but you know it was fourth down and they were like going for you're trying to get rid of the ball that's fine we'll write that off but like before that like he he, it's not like he did anything amazing but like it's not like he was costing them that much but yeah when you're in a conference championship game that's when you need your quarterback to 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 be yeah he needs to be playing better than that but at the same time his right arm is completely ripped up. Like apparently he's already going for surgery to fix yeah. it and everything. So I don't know how much of that you can really put on him, but like Debo Samuel, it was like a that star. That touchdown was like a 40 yard, what screen pass yeah. or wheel route. I can't remember what it no, was. No, it was a screen pass. Dude, this guy moves like nothing. Like he just went like this, like, nah, don't touch me. Nah, yep. nah, touchdown. Like I never seen a guy, he gets the ball. And he can just make magic happen. Even you haven't seen that in such a long time. Even in terms of like wide receiver, like he sheds contact like nothing. Like he's constantly breaking tackles. Yeah. Where normally a lot of receivers, like like uh, Hopkins and Tyreek Hill and everything, they can make moves in space and yeah. you can't touch them. But then as soon as they get kind of wrapped up, they go down. Mm-hmm. Samuel is just like, "Oh, are you wrapping me up? Yeah, now you're coming with me. I'm dragging you another seven or eight yards." And yeah, like, he's fast and he's strong. Yeah. Like when he had that, when he broke like two tackles for a first down and a third down, I remember that. Uh, he got the ball, whatever, like from the backfield. Yeah, nah, nah. Some guy tries to wrap him up. No, no, no. High tackle. Nah, it's okay. Yeah. I'll take you two, first down. And then, but then you saw, like, you're talking about quarterbacks. And then what did Stafford do in the end? Set up all the plays to, uh, yeah. Cooper to win Cup. the game, right? Cooper it was Cup. like 50 something yards yeah. downfield. Yeah. Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford are like, I think that's the best duo. Everyone's yeah. talking about. Rodgers and Adams, I think it's Stafford and uh, Cup. I think what helps with that, though, is that the Rams do have other receiving options. Yeah. So that does give Cup a little bit more space. So, like, theoretically, if if the Packers had two or three other receivers that could pull defenders away from Adams, maybe they would be better. But, yeah. I'm and, show you, I wanted to show you a thing. Why I think Cooper Cup should be MVP this year. Oh, God. Okay. So, you know, he got the triple crown. Yeah, you know what that is, you know yards, catch, touchdown. Yep. This is what else he was first in. I'm going to read everything for you. Oh, jeez, it's going to be a long list. <laughs> yards, catches, reception, touchdowns, first downs, receptions over twenty, receptions over forty, yards after catch, red zone catches, targets, second half touchdowns, fantasy points, and then I don't know what D Y A R means. He was first in everything. Jesus he Christ, was dominant. Yeah, he you was. Want to talk about domination? Minus it, even yeah. minus like the extra game. Who cares about that? I know he didn't beat the record, but even said, like, if I beat it, I'd put an asterisk. I, I didn't beat it at all. The guy popped off. I couldn't believe how good this guy is this entire year. You know, he was always kind of hurt. He was always dinged up. His first full season healthy, he was an animal. Yep. He was an animal. 
and you just saw he's making plays when it mattered, right? Even um, the other receiver they have there, Van Jefferson, yeah. like he's good for one. Yeah, but Odell, one deep play. Oh, Odell, Odell was making, you know what? Everyone plays. was ripping Odell, so was I ripping Odell. But now Odell, you can see like Cleveland was a problem. Yep, like he wasn't washed. Cleveland was a problem. Yeah. He's on a good team. He's on a team where where he doesn't have to be the center of attention anymore, and he's just thriving. He's I, got the sticky hands are back. I think they said now in the three playoff games, he has more yards than he had in the six games or whatever he played with Cleveland. Yeah, like he he's been absolutely. And this is his off. first hundred yard game that he had since yeah. God knows when. And like yeah, he he gets a ton of separation. It, it's yeah. weird and. Yeah, because Cooper Cup is is drawing all like the double coverages and stuff. So then yeah. you have OBJ on the other side, and then Van Jefferson is already eighty yards downfield because yeah. he's so fucking fast. Like that, that's a lot. And, yeah, and imagine if Woods was there. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and why I like Cooper Cup, he's such a threat everywhere in the slot, deep yards after catch, medium yeah. route. Like he can do everything. He's so damn good. Yeah. By far this year, he was the best receiver. He was the best receiver, man. He was so goddamn good. And remember, that's the team, and yeah, he's obviously the number one option, but look at, you know, Devontae Adams is the number one option, and Matthew Stafford has all these other weapons, but Cooper Cup was still the guy yeah. that was getting over 100 yards a game, like every game. Yep, he was yep. straight up dominant. Yeah. Straight up. And like, the like we didn't even really talk about, like Matthew Stafford played really well. Yeah. He had a, a couple, like early in the game, he had a couple bad uh, overthrows. But the bad throw was at the end. Remember what I was talking about? One play away. Yep. The Niners had the interception. Yeah. His, he even he, he's dinged up. He too. arm punted. Yeah. He just threw that up, and the guy dropped it. If that's an interception, Niners not win going, the game. They're not going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. What's what was the guy's name? Because they had no Tart? timeouts. They had no timeouts left. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was the it, like the first half. The sort of the game started, and Stafford looked a little bit shaky, and then he kind of found his groove, and he was yeah. doing really really well. And then at the end, there, yeah, he threw that. I think it was to Cup, but it was into like triple coverage. Yeah, and he even like missed cup by like seven or eight yards. Like it's not like it was even close, and it was completely unnecessary. Like they had yeah. forcing. Yeah, yeah. Like they had. I think they had. I think it was only second down. Maybe maybe it was third down. But mm-hmm. like they only needed like seven or eight yards. Like it's not like they needed fucking twenty five yeah. yards. So it was kind of a stupid play, and they got really lucky. The guy dropped it, and I'm sure that dude still hasn't slept, even though it's been. It wasn't the cup. I, I think it was to Jefferson. I think it was the Jefferson or yeah. Odell. Uh, the, Whoever it was, he missed him anyways. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't even close. Like it was such a poorly thrown ball. Yeah, and like I don't even understand why he thought it would be open because there yeah. was two safeties and the cornerback down yeah, it was there. A so poor throw. But you know what? The guy dropped it. They redeemed himself, yeah. and they fucking won. So we we can do our. You know what? This week is a stupid Pro Bowl, but let's do our little. All right. Yeah. So four and a half point spread in favor. Of the Rams. Of the Rams. See, Joe Burrow's been playing great, but the Rams' defense is... <sighs> they're top five. Oh, I don't know how high they are in the top five in the league in terms Ooh. of, like, DVOA, the Rams. Oh. I think uh, they were, like, second, third, maybe. They were up there. And, like, just in terms of, like, star power, I mean, it's one of the most stacked defenses uh-huh. we've seen in a long time. It'll be the hardest defense they play this yeah. season. yeah. So, like, I don't really have that much faith Joe Burrow can keep slanging the way he has. Yeah. But at the same time, he, him and Jamar Chase have fucking been killing it. So, like, Well, you know, Ramsey's going to be on Chase all game. Oh, yeah. 
he's just gonna be following him around. But he'll get he'll get one or maybe two, yeah. you know, big plays, right? Like that. You just kind of have to accept that that's gonna happen. The question is, can the rest of the Bengals offense do anything? And yeah. I mean, the Rams were are mi- missing their safeties. They're playing Eric Weddle, Waddle, Weddle, Weddle, and he looked pretty good. But like, I feel like you can exploit that a little bit. As good as he is, he's old and he hasn't played in two years. So, yeah, like, he's an old man now. I, like that's got to be an opening, right? And like, I, fuck, I don't, the the Rams D line with uh, Donald and, and Von, Von Miller. Miller. Yeah, their linebackers are so good. Like, I don't know, is is Joe Mixon gonna really fight through no. all of that? Well, also remember, like he was sacked nine times against Tennessee, but they lost. But also Tennessee, like I said, like Tannehill's not a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And now you're playing a defensive line that can sack you, but also uh, a very good offense. Yeah, that can put points on the board. Fuck. For this one, we should we should do our picks against the spread too. So like. Oh, against the spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Let's make it hard. Let's make it hard. Yeah, like it wasn't hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to guess the score and everything. Ah, uh, so if, if I'm, I'm trying to think of the Bengals. I'm saying they're gonna get three touchdowns. Okay. Like at, at least, maybe three touchdowns and a field goal. So I'm twenty-four. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna get two field goals? Uh, you tell me this is your pick. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I like. I, it's not that I don't think McPherson can can drain two. It's just I don't know if they're gonna get into a, an opportunity to even really go for it. Fuck, I'm, I'm saying they're gonna get twenty-seven. 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 That's the way I'm gonna look at it. And then the Rams. I mean, you know, Jesse Bates has been playing well, and like the entire Bengals defense has been playing sort of above where you would expect them to. But like the Rams' offense is just—they're yeah. clicking. On paper, they're fucking sick. They're gonna, they're gonna get. They're definitely gonna get four touchdowns. Sonny Michelle is probably gonna get a touchdown, right? Like, uh, Sean McVay loves running the ball. Yeah. Ah. Uh, and they're not afraid to run. Like, no. not like, not like Kansas City. Kansas City, like, they they have to throw the ball. Yeah. On every down. Yeah, that's like their biggest flaw. Whereas the yeah, the Rams can beat you anyway, and they will be glad to do so. They're not afraid of of doing what you get, like taking what you give them, basically. Yeah. So I'm saying they're gonna get four touchdowns, and I'm, I think I, I think I'm gonna say one field goal as well. So mm-hmm. what's that? Thirty one. Oh, that doesn't beat the spread. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. So I'm gonna say four four touchdowns. And two field goals as well. Mm-hmm. So 34. 34, yeah. Oops. 34 to what? Uh, 27. Because I'm thinking Joe Burrow is going to go off and he's going to have a sick game. So So all these Ram games... We've been predicting too high on the score. It's been, every game has been too high. And also, even with the Bengals, everything's been, everything's been like too high. Yeah. So I'm gonna see if I can get get in the meats. Oh, you're gonna get, go prices right real? Yeah, yeah going get, under. Yeah. Getting getting in the meats, meats, Michael. Yeah, meats. I'll say. Uh, 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 I don't 
don't know why, but this score seems to be in my head. 24 to 20 for the Rams. Okay. That they don't cover it. Okay. 24 to 20. 24 to 20. Uh, that's pretty reasonable if, like, both teams, their defense is playing well. And, like, yeah, that's three field goals for the Bengals. So, like, that kind of makes sense because, yeah, they they might start struggling getting deep into the field, right? They might end up getting a bunch of, yeah thir- like, long third downs in the red zone. So, yeah. 24 to 20. I'm going to bet that, too. Let's see if I can. Okay, okay. Gonna, so then, then you're taking that. the Bengals to win, right? If it's a four-and-a-half point spread. If it's a four-and-a-half, yeah. I take the Bengals to cover. I mean, the, the at least the halftime show is looking like it's going to be garbage, so it's going to be really, really easy to skip that. I know you can bet on the... I don't know if you can bet on anything on halftime. Yeah, you can. Like, you can bet uh, how long the show is. Uh, uh, you can bet... Um, oh, fuck. I think it's like how many outfits the main performer switches. Yeah. Well, there's like four main performers. Okay. I know like for one year when it was Katy Perry... Some guy won like fifty grand because he bet that she would have five outfits, and mm-hmm. and she did have five outfits. Like that was a big deal. The one last year was the one where that dude was like walking in a hallway that was like all mirrors, and yeah, he was like yeah. swinging the camera around, yeah, and so it stupid. fucking gave it everyone that, motion sickness. It was that Toronto guy, whatever fuck his name is, Drake? No, no, the other fuck. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The weekend. The weekend. Oh, okay. I always thought that was like a band, and it was just one guy. He was called the weekend. I mean, it's kind of a weird name. Yeah, I find it ridiculous. Yeah, so yeah, we're. I think yeah, we're both taking the Rams, but you have them not covering not the spread, covering. and I have them covering the spread. So, yeah, I hope the Rams slap them. I'm I'm just hoping for a high scoring game because those are more entertaining. Everyone wants to see a high scoring game. Yeah. yeah, but normally that's not how it ends up working out. If it just turns into a fucking shootout, like just yeah. there's not a single punt all game. It's just every drive is getting <laughs> points. I would be so happy. Complete utter mayhem, mate. The odds of that happening are pretty low. Yeah, just because the Rams' defense is very good. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're very good. So, here, here's one for you. Mm. Over-under. Actually, number, we're not even going to do over-under. We're just going to guess a number. The number of interceptions in the game and the number of sacks in the game. Total for both teams together. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I'm saying there's going to be one interception during the game and there's going to be seven sacks total seven sacks who's going to get intercepted i'm saying matt stafford's getting intercepted at one point maddie stafford eh? i'll say no interceptions okay and i'll say even the rams offensive line has been kind of bad yeah i think whitworth is maybe not gonna play I think he, he like, sprained his ankle, and he's kind of, like, 50-50. I think there'll be, like, eight sacks. Eight sacks total? Like, I think Rams will get, like, five. Okay, okay. That's going to be wild if that happens. Yeah. Could you imagine if it was another, like, nine sack? <laughs> yeah. I think if that happened, if, like, Burrow got sacked nine times, I don't think they'd win this time. No, like, no, no, I no, think no. the miracle's going to come to an end. I mean, that'd be, that'd be the greatest Super Bowl performance in history, though, if they yeah. get sacked nine times and they, and they still, still win. win. Oh man, that'd be so nuts. It'll be about turnovers usually. That's how this that's how these like bowl games come down to. Yeah, whichever team doesn't fuck up as much. Yeah. And I, I we'll see. This is their both these guys first Super Bowl, right? You know, Matt Stafford is a veteran, right? Yeah, yeah, he's so played he's, forever. He's been he's been around longer. The question is if Matt Stafford loses, 
right? And let's just say he doesn't make it to the bowl again in his career. Is he a Hall of Famer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I see a lot of people be like, well, he has no awards. He just has the counting stats because he's played a long time and like all that sort of stuff. And I've always kind of been like, but he's really good and he was on some of the worst teams the ever. Worst, he, no, he was on the worst team. <laughs> so, he was on a garbage fucking Detroit Lion team his whole life. Yeah. That's got to count for something. <laughs> yeah. There's always, this is true of all sports and like all franchises there's always a few guys that sign like crazy long contracts on really shit teams garbage teams yeah. and you're always kind of like why yeah like they're it's not like they're gonna get good like like mcdavid with the oilers he signed for eight years eight years yeah like i understand you know that's the way to get the most money but like some other good team will pay you yeah and it's got to be worth taking you know 10 percent less money over your whole career if it means you're going to be on a winning team because then you get extra endorsement, like you'll make that money back in other ways. The only thing that's like a risk is getting a career ending injury, right? Because then you don't have that contract secured. But like career ending injuries are really rare nowadays. They're rare, but that's why guys sign them. Yeah. That's literally why guys sign them. Like I, I hope we can start moving towards a, a basketball model sooner where these guys are literally just like, I'm signing one year, maybe two. Yeah. Like, you know. Well, guys are trying to start, they're starting to do that. You see guys going for one year. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even like, yeah, even like shorter term, like maybe not one or two years, but even like three or four. Like, Because basketball contracts aren't long. No, they're really short. They're, the maximum they can do is five. They're four or five. Yeah. And then there's the option. Yeah. Like, the player has the option. Yeah, it's a player option, a player not a team option. option. Right? And even in, like, football, like, I'm, they should get rid of the franchise tag. It's stupid. Yeah, because guys, like, you can just franchise tag guys, like... Yeah, and then you just, they're stuck. They can't yeah. do anything, and, like, it, I don't understand the whole whole point of it. But, like, does anyone understand how the salary cap works in football? I don't think anyone no. knows. Like, the Saints, every year are like $190 million over it, but they're also not over it and they yeah. have cap space. And it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's a future problem. That's how they, they like defer. They're like, ah, yeah. the guy, the next GM will worry about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw talking about GMs and stuff, the Chicago Blackhawks owner losing his fucking mind the other day. No. Um, it was the first time he's answered questions publicly since the whole Kyle Beach uh, you know, they covered up a coach sexually assaulting a player yeah, yeah. and then gave him a positive recommendation to go work at a school where he then assaulted. I that, think yeah. it, it's been, the list keeps going up. The last I saw it was like six people, all minors, ended up getting assaulted by this guy. Um, first time the owner is out in public and they're, they're asking him questions about it. And mm-hmm. they didn't even ask him a question like, what do you think about it? It was, what are you doing different going forward so something like this can't happen again? And the guy just fucking loses it. He's like, I'm not talking about 2010. I'm not talking about Kyle Beach. You know, we moved past this. We're not talking about you. If someone in our organization wants to talk to me about it, I'll talk to them. I'm not, you know, it's not a public thing. And so it's the owner who doesn't run the team anymore. Apparently he's hands off and his son is the one who runs the team. Uh And the son tried to cut off the dad. And be like, well, like he was going to answer the question yeah. legitimately. And the dad cuts him off. And he's like, no, we're not answering. And he was fucking losing it. Jeez. And then the reporter guy had this fucking mic drop line. And he was like, uh, what you said is the answer I need or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, okay. And everyone immediately was like, they need to kick this guy into the yeah, sun. Yeah. <laughs> you protected a rapist pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> 
and helped him rape more, more people. people. Like, how are you not charged? Why are you mad? You yeah, should yeah, be yeah. fucking crying and apologizing yeah. to everybody. And it, it's one of those, like someone, uh, I think it was Steve Dangle had a good point on it where he was like, this dude paid out the settlements. He paid the fines and everything. And he's a fucking rich ass out of touch billionaire. He's sitting there going, I gave you money shut up yeah like that's why he's so mad about it because he basically tried to buy his way out of the problem yeah, yeah. and now he's realizing that you can't do that when you've protected uh, a pedophile rapist so yeah it um it's a really fucked up situation and it's one of those things where like i don't know what happens to people once they get over the age of like 60 maybe 65 they just become stupid assholes yeah. Most of the time, there's very few that aren't like, you know, Carl Sagan was kind of nice up until the end. You know, Bernie Sanders is a pretty cool guy. My grandma was per- actually, no, man, there's a lot yeah, of Bernie, ra- Bernie Sanders is fucking out of touch. With but the, reality, man. There's a lot of like racial he issues. Three, he had three fucking mansions and he's talking about how rich people should be paying more taxes. Uh, that's true. It's like, that means you should get taxed. Yeah. Too, well, I think he was always kind of like, yeah, uh, let's fucking tax me as well. I don't but. think he was. No, he, 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 he never mentioned anything like that, but people found out yeah. that he had all this estate and, and he, that he was some rich fucking guy. And his net worth was way more than what his salary yes. should have, have yeah. been. Yeah. But like there, there's always a few like good ones and stuff, but I don't know what happens as people just get older. They just become assholes. They don't care anymore. That's they're just, they've just given up all sympathy, empathy, any uh, like, I feel like positive I do the emotion. Same. I just be like, man, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> my batteries <laughs> yeah exactly like they, all they just want to do is eat their oatmeal and put their dentures in and then yeah. they just want to <laughs> yeah just fuck the planet <laughs> smacking their lips yeah it's the mm. worst old people with the mouth noises like my my grandfather have dinner with him every saturday we're in and out in like less than an hour the guy has given up chewing in, ah, a, in yes. a polite way mouth fuck open sl- lip smacking what are you gonna do about it exactly what are saying yeah and there's when you say like, hey, fucking close your mouth. I don't want to listen to it. He's like, I can't hear my own mouth because he's like basically deaf. And it's like, <laughs> I can't hear my mouth. So it's not about you hearing it. You can feel that your mouth is open. Like you have nerve endings there, right, yeah. buddy? Like, <laughs> no, Sonny, my nerve yeah. endings gave out years ago. And like there's always that, especially with people that are like above 80. You talk to them for a few minutes and then you see all that casual racism come out. And it's always just kind of like, yeah, that's right. It was a very different time. <laughs> those are good times, eh, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sunny Jim, those are the best times, yeah. I say. Like, my, my family is, like, super Italian. And then my grandfather was talking about how there's all these colored guys on the Italian soccer team. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, you, you can't call them colored guys. Like, that's not the word. And then he fucking drops an N-bomb. And he's like, <laughs> but that's what they are. They're Italian. I'm not saying oh. they're not Italian. But that's oh. what they are. And you're just kind of like, oh, my God. And it, it's not like he, you know, it's not racism in the sense that he's like, you should, like, kill all them or, the, or whatever. But it's just kind of like, yeah, they're different than me. So I'm going to point out how they're different. And it's like, <laughs> you're not supposed to do that, buddy. <laughs> uh, you can write that in his diary. Yeah. Dear diary. There are a bunch of bees. Yeah. <laughs> he, he fucking writes like N with the little like stars next to it. <laughs> He's like, Mike, is this good? This is appropriate? I saw this yellow goo. And then all. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yo, did you see they brought uh, South Park back now? I think it's season 25 now. Oh, they're, they're, they're doing they, a new they episode. Took a break. 
Yeah. And they they're, did the short things for the pandemic. They did the pandemic thing, but now they're doing the season. And I saw what the first episode's about. It's like, a, you know, the Met Gala? Uh, it's all those rich fucks that show up and it's like $100,000 $100, for a ticket. Oh, fuck. Oh, you know how like AOC was there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and then okay. she was like, tax the rich and the suit. Then they found out that her dress cost like 30 something thousand dollars. Yeah. And then she's, Mike, it just, they're all these liberals are all bullshit. Mike, come on. You should understand this by now. And she goes, yeah, like, first off, you paid a $100,000 ticket to go to the gala, okay? Nobody has that money. Yeah. And then your dress is $30,000 that says tax the rich on it or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all, it's just ironic and hypocritical and all that bullshit. But they're making fun of the Met Gala. And it's like pajamas for the gala. It's like all the all the kids are coming in like this long, flowy pajamas. Oh, Jesus. And they're showing it off. I'm like, this. I hope now they go back to like what it used to be, just like stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know, stuff that doesn't make sense. But I'm sure this has like a political con because it's about it, the It always gala. does. Like South Park has always been political, but they always tried to keep it underhanded for the most part. There was a few where they were just yeah. flat out, like, you know, like fucking Al Gore is an idiot. Type yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. But in Man the earlier season, yeah, they tried to be a little bit more subtle about it. And then, yeah, yeah. they kind of jumped the shark a little bit. So maybe if they, you know, take a couple of years break and then get back into yeah. it, you know, some time to refresh your ideas and creativity and all that sort of stuff. Because remember, like, I was rewatching South Park. I tried to, I've tried to finish it. Yeah, yeah. And I still couldn't fucking do it. I got to, like, season 19. I got to where Mr. Garrison is Trump. And then. Um, yeah, it turns into a slog. It was like the Twitter whole the whole Twitter thing, uh, where the chick is the algorithm or whatever. Remember yeah. the girls like the algorithm? It, was, it got so like wacky, and, and then I just I, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah, I, I stopped watching at that point too. And that's where I gave up the first time too, because that's I was watching everything, and then I got to that, and I couldn't get past it. Yeah, like I just could not go through it. It was so bad. I was thinking about the other day, way back in the early times of the internet. When season three of South Park was the newest one, so that would have been what two thousand two, two thousand one. There was a website called All About SP, mm-hmm. and it had every single episode. And I was watching that, and my mom saw, and she lost her mind. <laughs> and that was before she saw the episode where Jimmy does steroids and beats his girlfriend. That was. Season three? No, no, no. That was later. Oh, okay, okay. But she already hated South Park. Yeah. And then a few years later, she saw that episode. And then she banned it from the house. She was oh. like, you will not be watching this. And then every time she wasn't looking at me on the computer, I, was, yeah, well, I watched every single episode. Yeah. <laughs> I love that episode when he's like, <laughs> when he beats up his girlfriend. Yeah. You, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking beating the shit out of her. My fucking. With the crutches. <laughs> my favorite Jimmy moment, though, is when he's trying to tell Wendy that Stan said she's oh. a continuing inspiration. You're a cunt. <laughs> You're a cunt. <laughs> cunt. Well, tell Stan to go fuck himself. <laughs> Continue with source of inspiration. Yeah. Fucking Jimmy was the best, man. He stood in the pocket and, and finished the line, yeah. too. Or when he's fucking, he has to pay the hooker. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up in like a car chase. And <laughs> oh, what, uh, or the, the Crips in the Blood episode. Him and yeah. The, uh, oh, that was a good one. He joins the Crips. He joins the Crips. Yeah, me, me, these are my homies. Yeah. <laughs> but he says the N-word too, remember? He's yeah, like, yeah. My, my, what up, my N-words? Yeah. <laughs> it's different time back then, oh, different time. God, that was, that, that was good South Park, man. When they're like, he's like, yo, these these crackers took out like 20 bloods, man. Yeah. <laughs> when like everything exploded. Yeah, they literally whatever, did the nothing. Station, they did nothing, they were just walking. <laughs> 
Well, I saw the uh, the police in, I think it was Minnesota, fucking murdered a dude the other day. We're just going to call it murder because that's what it was. They were doing a, a no-knock warrant, which is when the SWAT team shows up and they bust in your door without saying, like, Man, hey, we're the bitch. police. We're here. Um, on a guy's apartment because it was believed the guy was trafficking drugs. Mm-hmm. So why you would need to bust in his door with the SWAT team, I don't really understand. You could have just waited for him to walk out of his apartment and just arrested him in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, the American police, they, they're looking for any excuse to throw on the vests and bring out the M4s and all that shit. So they, at like 4.30 in the morning, they pick the lock and open the door to this guy's apartment and just go flying in. Mm-hmm. And there's a dude on the couch, all snuggy in a blanket, who fell asleep watching TV because the TV's still on. Mm-hmm. So now... The police never identify themselves. They're all just screaming. And there's 10 of them with big guns and fla- bright flashlights. Yeah. And they're all looking at this guy. And they're all fucking screaming different things. Some of them were saying, get up. Some of them were saying, get on the ground. Some of them said, put your hands up. The guy can't, though. He's wrapped in a blanket. So he's like fucking rolling. you want the blanket on? Oh, no. yeah. He's like rolling, trying to get out of it. Obviously, he's in complete panic. Like, think about if you were dead asleep yeah. and that happened. You wouldn't have any idea what was going on. Yeah. And they, I think they shot him 12 times. It was like mm-hmm. three different officers that shot him. Uh, turns out he wasn't even the guy they were looking for. It was a buddy sleeping over on the couch mm-hmm. and there were no drugs in the apartment. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so they literally just busted in this door, murdered the wrong dude, and then they didn't even find any drugs. Yeah, all the good days were. I would have yeah. planted it at that point. And they tried to say like the guy had a gun and you know, it was like a, it, the, he was grabbing the gun and like that's why they shot him. And then the next day, the body cam footage came out, mm-hmm. and there was a gun on the table, but Buddy wasn't even, like, touching it, and he wasn't reaching for it. He was just in complete panic, what the fuck is going on? And he was fighting with a blanket. Yeah. And it, absolute embarrassment for the police. And they don't care, because nothing's going to happen, and they're just going to keep going. Everyone's going to forget about it in, like, a week. And Damn. everyone's just going to be talking about the truckers. So, which, the truckers are downtown right now. Good. Yeah, so... I was reading all these comments on Blog TO. I hate Blog TO. I don't know why I follow them. All these soy boys in the comments. Oh, you're imprint- infringing on my freedom. It's like, what freedom do you have now in fucking Canada? You have no freedom, dude. Like, they're li- these truckers are literally out here because they're, well, everybody, I hope it's everybody, they're sick of these mandates and they want everything to just go back to how it was. Literally, COVID's a fucking flu. Chill. Also, the mandates that they want to get rid of, if you don't feel comfortable, wear a fucking mask. If you want your three triple shot, go get your triple shot, dude. Nobody's stopping you. The whole point of this is you have a choice, freedom of choice. People are literally getting fired because they don't want to take a vaccine because that it's my body, my choice. People are getting fired for it. But these soy boys have some sort of problem with that. I do not understand. Like how it's like they've been so brainwashed these last two years. Almost three. They've been so damn brainwashed that they rather have people lose their job and not feed their family because they don't feel safe. Well, not even like you don't even think about it like that. Think about it like we're firing truckers and yeah. that's top five most important job in yeah. in the country. Like it, it's got to be up there with like sewer maintenance and water um treatment plants and things like that yeah, like yeah. in terms of society functioning yeah. trucking is one of the most important it, things yeah. so the fact that we would just fire like i've seen so many numbers that you, you can't 
figure out what's real and what's not like some of the some things said it was only like one percent of truckers one thing i saw said it was like 20 you know like it the numbers are all over the place Mm -hmm. and we even see it now on our shelves like a bunch of grocery stores have empty shelves the price of food is fucking nuts like it's insane cucumbers when they were on sale you used to be able to get them uh two for a dollar yeah the other day in Loblaws over here, it was two for five bucks. Yeah. That's in like two, not even two years, basically, of inflation. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, we need our infrastructure to be running smoother now than it's ever run before. And then our government is like, hey, let's fire a bunch of these super important jobs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's so much um, propaganda going on right now involving the United States and Russia that they're going to start a war over the Ukraine. They're mm-hmm. not, right? They, they're not going to... They're just going to do some posturing, you know, it's, I'm going to, my dick's bigger than your dick. And then Ukraine is going to get a peace treaty signed with Russia and they're going to go back to being part of the USSR. You know, like that's just the way it is. We can all see the writing on the wall. It's happening. Yeah. The United States just said that they're fucking firing all of their soldiers that are unvaccinated. That are unvaccinated yeah. If the country really thought they were about to go to war, they wouldn't be pulling that shit. Yeah. Like just straight up that, that wouldn't happen. So clearly everything you see in the media about the whole Russia Ukraine situation even is just U- meant to make you scared that there's going to be a nuclear war when there's the U- not. Yeah. Even the Ukrainian PM was like, yeah, America's making the worse than it is. He's like, none of this is yeah. happening. The the way I understand it, which like I'm, I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible is Russia is posturing to the Ukraine right now. Like you can't deny that there are moving their soldiers to the border and mm-hmm. they want the Ukraine to be part of russia's alliance again they don't want it to become like part of russia but they want it to be like affiliated with them right the same way like bulgaria and all those other countries are and ukraine the people don't want that they want Mm -hmm. to continue to not be part of nato either they want to be neutral and russia basically is whipping their dick out on the border being like you want some of this like, you know, it's Dirty Mike and the boys about to get in the Prius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ukraine is sitting there like, all right, as long as nobody pokes the bear, they're not going to do anything. So like, yeah. let's not. But, but the, at the same time, they're also getting ready just in case. Like yeah. maybe one day they will try to invade. We have to be ready to fight. But then what happens now is like the UK sent an aircraft carrier to the Baltic Sea or whatever body of water it is there. And... um Canada sent a bunch of troops and training and money and weapons and whatever. And the United States now is talking about sending the USS Gerald R. Ford, I think, over or like one of the the super carriers. And the Ukrainians are sitting there like, please don't poke the bear. Like, (laughs) don't come over here and instigate a fight. Like, stay away. As long as you stay away, they'll stay away. Like, don't turn my fucking country into a battleground or like a proxy war. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's so much shit in the media now is just meant to make you scared all the yeah. time and none of it's real. So I don't know. I did see because Canada is going through a big debate right now about which fighter jet to buy going forward. Cause the F 18 Hornet is getting old, you know, it was made in the eighties. It's, mm-hmm. it's time to upgrade, you know, join the modern world. And there's two options. The, a Saab jet from, um, Sweden, this it's the uh, I think it's like the S thirty nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's called the Grippen. Um, Grippen and Rippen. Yeah, that's a fucking <laughs> sick name. Um, I'm surprised the Swedes would even fucking make that. Dude. Oh, they oh, it's one of like the best fighter jets. Really? In the world. Yeah, because they're super. You know, they're liberal. Oh, but they they love their engineering. 
That's one of their yeah, things, right? Like, fuck, it's made by Ikea. No, I'm joking. Uh, can you imagine that? <laughs> oh, my God. It comes in pieces. You can only buy it, though, in Sweden. So you, so you go there. Oh, honey, would you like some? Oh, what's the jet called again? Grippen. Oh, would you like some Grippen? Yeah, we, we'll take it. And then you're at home fucking Lego again. Yeah. You just jam it in there, twist it. Yeah. <laughs> but so there's the Saab. Wow, the old aircraft carrier. Yeah. And then there's the, the American, the F-35. It's the most expensive thing humanity has ever come up with. And the Canadians to both of them were like, we have requirements between the two. It's got to be able to survive the Arctic, which includes landing and taking off off an icy runway. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be able to work off an aircraft carrier. Okay. And the Saab one is like, it's yeah, Sweden. Sweden. Yeah, yeah like yeah. whatever. And yeah. Sweden, we have an aircraft carrier and it's literally built to run off the aircraft carrier. So we already meet all your requirements. And the Americans were like, all right, we'll come up with a CF-35 variant. It'll be that's what they did for the f-18 it's technically the cf-18 that we have mm-hmm. here um so they were testing this f-35 off the coast of taiwan so mm-hmm. right next to china and when they were trying to land it on the aircraft carrier it had a, a mechanical malfunction and it crashed into the ocean and sank pilot survived he was fine um but now this super top secret military plane is sitting at the bottom of the Chinese Sea. <laughs> and Wow, this does not sound planned out to me. No. <laughs> so uh, th- now this is that's all the the true the true part. You can't argue with that. It's fact. Yeah. Now is where the conspiracy side gets into it cuz from this point on, it's all conjecture. It's all I heard from someone, I heard from someone, mm-hmm. you know, type shit. Um apparently the American uh aircraft carrier that was there the captain, I don't know what the rank is. I guess it's general. I don't fucking know. Admiral, general? Ad, maybe admiral. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, they sent out like a message to the Chinese uh, Navy and said, we're sitting right on top of where this airplane went down, where it's at the bottom of the ocean, and our radar is on 24-7. And if we see anything on our radar, it's getting blown up. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not even going to question it. We don't care about the fact that it might start a war. Like, we, if you come near this wreckage... You were fucking nuking half your country, basically. <laughs> Jesus. So the Chinese were like, well, we really wanted that jet. Well. <laughs> there's obviously a lot of like, you know, secret technology on there, but that's a, that's a, that's a good offer you're making and we're going to accept that <laughs> and we're not going to go for it. And then apparently the American ship was recalled to go back to California, across <laughs> the Pacific again. And the the general or admiral whatever of the ship was <laughs> was literally just like no, yeah. I'm not leaving until we have the jet back. That's insubordination, Mike. Well, you gotta fucking listen to me. But you're surprised I know that word. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so if that's true, then who knows what the fuck's going on behind the scenes there? But as the last update that we saw was that the Americans were sending down like a special cleanup crew thing to go get it. And they, they they didn't just leave it there for the Chinese to go you get. Know, you know who they sent down? James Cameron. Was, uh, <laughs> he's going to get the bar <laughs> to raise the bar for everyone. He's going to raise the jet. He's like, I'm here raising the jet. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so many like questions. South Park reference. Where mm. it's like, why were they testing some variant of the jet In right Taiwan. next to? Yeah. Like, I understand you have to test it, but like, why wouldn't you test it in your own water? Yeah. Like, don't really understand. Did you that. hear? Did you hear this news? In, what happened in California? You know how the Marines train in on the coast there? Yeah. That 
they're not going to uh, they're not testing there anymore because uh people who live there found them very uh uh, they were. They felt unsafe that they were training there. That's where like the Navy SEALs train and everything. Dude, they they were. They felt unsafe. People living there felt unsafe. That the army. Is that there? the army was training there. What do they think the army is going to nuke themselves by accident? Who knows? But Mike, this is California we're talking about. These people are insane already in the membrane. Yeah. They felt unsafe. That's the dumbest. They felt unsafe. Where, I mean, they probably feel unsafe in Bakersfield. Like where soldiers... Dangerous dude, places It's like, do you guys not live in California? Like, your whole damn state is a battleground. It's just disgusting. Yeah. Like, crime has just shot up. Did you see the whole new thing that... Um, you know how Biden... I don't know if you saw Biden went to New York City to talk about crime that's going on in New York City? No. So, essentially, Mike... I don't really follow American politics so no, that listen, closely. This is a good one, okay? In New York City now, you cannot get charged for, you know, like theft under a thousand or theft yeah, over Yeah, misdemeanors. Yeah, yeah. You can't. That's not even a misdemeanor. That's fucking crazy. Um, so people will go into stores and take a shopping cart and just steal as much as I can. That was happening in California too. Under a thousand and just leave. And then store owners like, I can't do anything because cops can't do anything about it. Yep. They'll just be like, well, we, well, you know, it's, is it under a thousand? If it is, then too bad. Like we got to let them go. Literally, people are walking in the stores, taking shit and leaving. It's like, what is the point now of just being a law-abiding citizen in New York City? Yeah. So then Biden went over there to go talk about you know, being tough on crime. I was talking to a girlfriend about this. In New York City, was a shithole forever, Mike. In the 70s, it was a goddamn yeah, shithole. It was basically just run by the mafia. It was run by the mafia. And then that's when they did the tough on crime. And New York City, guess what happened? Became a thriving city. It was thriving, dude. Yeah. And now, fast forward to 2000s. Yeah, take whatever fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah, walk in here, go take, go to Sephora, go take all those expensive perfumes and colognes. Yeah. Just fucking take it. Take these $500 makeup kits. I don't know. I don't know how expensive these things are. I, I know in San Diego, maybe, maybe it was San Anywhere Francisco. Anywhere in California. Um, CVS, which is the equivalent of like shoppers here. Yeah. It's like pharma they're pulling pharmacy out. and all that sort of shit. They're, yeah, they're straight up just pulling and they're out. They're pulling out. They're like, yeah, we can't keep why handling. Why do businesses want to stay? Literally, we were having this conversation with a girlfriend. Why businesses don't want to stay? That's why they're moving. Yeah. And then they're blaming, and then they just, oh, we'll blame this person. It's like, dude, you guys are so scared now yeah. to be tough on crime. And you should always be tough on crime. And I don't mean like, Oh, this guy has an ounce of weed. Who gives a fuck about that? That's nothing. That's whatever. That's a recreational drug or whatever hell it is. You know, that's nothing to be worried about. But like people stealing shit and vandalizing and burglarizing stuff. Oh my gosh. You should do something about that. That should be, you know, that should, you should serve some time for that. You're whatever hell it is, you know, but they're just letting guys straight up walk into a store Hey man, here's I'll give you the shopping cart at this point. This is what it's turning into. And I've seen the videos, dude. I've seen these the footage of it in New York City and California. The people walk in, dude, they just go like this. Yeah, they're just cleaning the shelves. And then you see the, the guy that works there just standing there. Well, like, yeah, if I'm the worker, like, he can't do anything. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not fucking getting, fight. I'm not, get, I'm not getting I'm not, a fight. I'm not getting shanked over over this. Yeah, like, I make fucking minimum wage. Exactly. <laughs> it's like they're totally going backwards. Yeah. Like totally going backwards. I know, like, it's because it's not politically correct to be tough on crime these days. Yeah. That's literally why. It's, oh, how can you say? You don't know what this person's going through. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, the guy just robbed a thousand plus dollars worth of shit. Yeah. Like, you think he shouldn't be going to jail for it? Like, what? Hey, but what do I know, Michael? I'm just some fucking schmo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This. 
a lot of weird shit happening nowadays. I'm telling you, dude, like I've been saying, I've been saying on the podcast, we died in 2012, the Mayans are right, we just died and went to a new timeline, like we, we hit a new timeline. Those timelines merged, whatever, yeah. and this is what we're stuck hey, you know, with. I did see uh, Clown World. <laughs> uh, one of the guy, I don't remember who it was, on the Bengals said that the Super Bowl, they're dedicating it to Harambe. Yeah, yeah I saw that because he he died in the Cincinnati Zoo. And it, I can't believe they popped that damn. Gr- what was a gorilla? Yeah, it was a gorilla. And he just stood there protecting the damn thing. Yeah, because yeah. there was a there was a that happened before. Excuse me, that happened before in another zoo where a kid fell in. And then the other, like, gorillas were coming. They wanted it. And the, it was, like, the mom or dad gorilla. And he stood there or she stood there, whatever, and was protecting the kid until the, the, the people came in and took And they didn't kill any, any animal there. Yeah, yeah. And why did they decide to pop this one? I have no idea. It, it's such a weird thing because, like, we look at these gorillas and we're like, oh, yeah, they're an endangered species. We need to protect them and anything. Mm-hmm. And then a human falls in and we're like, oh, well, we only have, you know, 8 billion more of those. <laughs> and then we shoot the gorilla. And it's like, what? Whoa. But remember, the gorilla was no threat, too, so it was like... But even if it was a threat, there's only, like, a few thousand gorillas left, I'm assuming. I don't know. Most animals, there's only a few thousand left. You shoot the kid before the gorilla gets to... Exactly. (laughs) Honestly, like, one kid dies. Oh, tragedy. Oh, I'm so sad. You know, there's not like there's fucking 35 million other ones to replace him. If a gorilla dies, that's, like, a fucking noticeable percentage point of the population. So, I don't know. There's too many humans. We should just fucking... Start getting rid of Start getting rid of some of them. Bill Burr when Bill Burr's yeah. talking about the... We'll start with the rich ones. And then... We'll <laughs> anyone whose net value is more than fucking $10 million. <laughs> end them. Sayonara. Distribute the money between everyone else. Distribute the money, yeah. I was... Uh, me and Melissa started watching the Leah Remini, um, the Scientology... Uh, oh, yeah. She did the on, thing about escape or how she got into it and then how she got yeah. out. Yeah. And <clears throat> that guy who leads it now, I can't remember his name. Like The guy's... Uh, he's a nut job. Well, yeah, the guy is a nut. runs a cult, right? So it is a cult, and because they don't pay any taxes, they get all their money from people like you and me, right? Like yep. you join in, and they're like, "Yo, you gotta." And it, they call it the bridge. Yeah, yeah, you gotta pay know. your way in. You and gotta and pay your way up, and then what they do is like, you get up to whatever, and they're like, "You know what? We found mistakes in the old books. You gotta go back, and you gotta buy these books, and you gotta do it all over again." And then people are like, "Okay, I'll go mortgage out my house and go buy yep. whatever." There, these people are. These people, so if you leave, Mike, let's say you dipped, they would have a camera crew out there waiting for you. And anywhere you and Emily went, they follow you and harass you. And they'll, they're yelling shit at you. They're making stuff up about you. And you know what they remind me of? They remind me of all these people that are for the mask mandates. That's what they remind me of. Because if you don't wear a mask in a store, some guy or some Karen's yelling at you, you're killing people. That's what these people were. I'm like, yo, I'm like, it's like I'm watching this in real time right now. Yeah. But, but dude, dude it's, it's nuts. We watched, I think, three episodes last night. And it's just people that were... It's usually people that didn't have, like, a, a good core of, like, a family core or friend core. Yeah. And yeah. they wanted to belong somewhere. And then, like, Scientology sounds nice. It does sound nice on the whole. Yeah, like, if you're a person who's damaged, it they can yeah. really draw you in. And because of the summary, right? They're like, oh, this is, like, spiritual enlightenment. You know, it's you're community. gonna send community, and you're like, "Oh shit, this all sounds fucking delicious." Like, yeah. let's go see what it's about. And then they go in, and then yada yada yada. And then when you get when you get to the higher ranks, the guy who dipped, his name is Mike Rayner, I think it is. He was there for forty years. His two kids were born into it. He brought them both in, and then he defected. He he was saying like what he saw. He was getting beaten up. He saw people getting assaulted and all this shit by the the main guy. 
Um, and then he's like, yeah, I'm done. And then his family, they cut all communication with him. Right? He's, he hasn't seen him since. And then he was with, because he got remarried. And then what they, what they did was they brought his wife and his two kids to go harass him when his wife was at a, a doctor's appointment. And he's in his car and he's talking to journalists from England. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden they pop up, camera crew. You piece of shit. Oh my God. La, 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 like going off. And then the guy was recording it on the other end. Yeah. And then you hear the audio. And the guy's such a savage. They're like, you're a piece of shit. He's like, uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 And it's his wife feeling this stuff at him. Yeah. Yeah. No. His ex wife. Like, nuts. Religious extremism is the same. Like any kind of extremism, like people get is, that devout into like politics. But it's not a religion. Like it's, it's a religion. It's, yeah, religion you know, in quotations. Yeah. yeah, it's a cult. But there's even Catholics like that. Like there was a fucking book burning a couple days ago in Texas, and it was like these super devout evangelical Christian people. Those yeah, yeah. burning Those all like there's, there's Disney good, and Harry Potter and. There's good Christians. There's oh, there's always going to be extreme on every every religion, yeah. every type of religion, every group. There's always extremists. Yeah. Yeah, but this is straight up like a cult. Like there's no. <laughs> they don't even try to hide it. Yeah. It's like at this, I can't, I can't even believe when what I was watching yesterday. So that L. Ron Hubbard, for people who don't know, he was a science fiction writer, a failed science fiction writer. He took all of his books and turned it into a church, the Church of Scientology, and all those. It's like I don't even know how many books it is. So, um, he when he died, he didn't die. So the Scientologists believe that you. If you're a Scientologist, you can't die from cancer, stroke, whatever. Like you can't die like that. Your body transcends. That's what happens. So you naturally, you naturally die, Mike. Sorry, you naturally die, and you transcend. So when that new guy took over, he's like, L. Ron Hubbard finished his final phase of his life. He has transcended into the whatever. He has transcended into the next realm at the age of 74. In reality, he died of a stroke. Okay, that's what happened. <laughs> I, but I wonder how many of these people genuinely believe what they're saying. No, and, a lot and of them. How do. many of them are just playing the character because they know they have to? So, so Mike, Mike was, was talking about that, and Leah Remini was talking about that. You see things, and the other defectors, um, when they were when they were because you know Lee, I don't know for people that don't know the show, Leah Remini goes and she interviews all the people that left and what happened, their story. She's trying to expose Scientology. Literally her whole life now since that has been exposing this damn church, right? And uh, she was saying, or people say, I see these things, but I tell myself in my head, I justify what, what that person is doing. Hey, you got your ass kicked by our church leader because you didn't answer the question correctly. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. Uh, okay. They're, so they know. They're so psychologically like, they're, broken. Yeah, exactly. They know what's going on. They know it's wrong. But they're like, hey, no, no, no. There's a reason for why he snapped. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. one guy they interviewed, he's like, yo, this guy beat my ass five five times. The, the, main, the main guy, he was like their promotional video guy. He, yeah. would, he was making the videos to get people in. And then the guy didn't like it. The, they call him, he's like the Pope. Yeah. You can't question the Pope. Man, the Pope knows everything, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why you snapped. Like you, you did something wrong. That he has the right to beat you up. Oh Jesus Christ! Like he has the right to beat you up, and that's what. And then these people finally, they 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 snap and they're like, "Yo, I can't be around this anymore." Yeah, they finally get a mo- they get that post not clarity, and they're like, "Jesus, what am I watching?" And then they. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's nuts. But yeah, three ep- she, she did 37, I think, episodes of that ran a long time. My goodness. Yeah. No, I remember when it was coming out, it was like a huge deal. And everyone mm. was like, oh my God, Scientology's bad. And then there was a bunch of people who were like, wait, you didn't know? <laughs> how many people <laughs> well, that, didn't know? <laughs> but like, there's people like us. Like you, you look at him like, wow, how could anybody ever join? Yeah. Like, don't you know? And it's like, they don't know. Yeah. They they're in- they come up, they go to you and they have all these like, and they can solve all your problems and give you all these answers. And then you join in and they go after people that are easily manipulated and yeah. that sort of stuff. The type of people that, you know, if a door to door salesman comes to their house, they actually listen to what the guy has to yeah. say, which if you even open your door to a salesman in modern times, you should just have your license taken away from driving. <laughs> do they even exist anymore? Yeah, they do. I do. We have to deal with it at work sometimes. And they offer you a contract to be like, yeah. hey, you know how you get like the scam calls about wanting to clean your windows and mm. whatever? The ducks. The ducks. Yeah. The duck cleaning too. My friend, number yeah, yeah. one service. Yeah, exactly. So imagine one of those people shows about your house and is like, hey, you know how you have a working, I don't know, thermostat? How about I sell you a better thermostat? Yeah. And I sell you it for free. You just need to sign this document. <laughs> yeah. And people will look at it. And they won't read the document and they'll be like, oh, it's free. And they'll just sign it and they mm-hmm. won't actually read it. And then if you look at the document, it says free installation, $75 a month rental fee. Yeah. And then when they finally look at it, they're like, oh, shit. But he told me it was free. And one of the things on the contract is that verbal representations do not alter the terms of the contract, which basically means it doesn't matter what the fuck the salesman says. What's on the paper is what matters. Is, is what matters. Yeah. And nobody fucking reads and they no. just sign it. It's kind of like with um, with cell phone contracts, like when you're going to Rogers and you're getting like your new plan yeah, yeah, set yeah. up. Yeah. They'll give you a fucking thing that's like 13 pages long and they'll just hand it to you and they'll be like, all right, so just sign here and whatever. And you're like, no, no, no. Yeah. I yeah. want to read it. And yeah. 99% of it doesn't matter at all. But then there's that one section where it's like we have the ability to pl- apply as many fees as we see fit, whatever. And you're like, mm-hmm. can I not agree to this one term? And yeah. they'll be like, no, you have to... It's, it's all or nothing. And then you're like, well, I have no other options, so I'm going to sign it anyways. But now I at least know when you're fucking me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So many people just don't read. And it's absolutely brutal. Mm. Yeah. We had a, uh, a fun case like that where it was this one. It, it was it was in the, the victim's favor here. I'm calling her the victim. Because it was an 81-year-old woman. Oh, yeah. They, they, they always go after the old and people. And the first person went to their house and said, oh, you need a new furnace. Sign this contract. And the old lady signed it. And I guess he went back to his van and called all of his buddies and was like, hey, you want some sales commissions? Like, get the fuck over here. And within four days, this woman had a, a water softener, a water hardener, a water filter, which takes away everything the other two things just did, but they canceled each other out anyways. Oh, boy. Uh, she got uh, a fancy smart thermostat. She got a brand new, like, sump pump. Uh, she got an air conditioner and a furnace and a water or um, a humidifier built mm-hmm. into those and a dehumidifier built oh. into those. Like, this woman had, like, like 25 appliances she the jackpot, installed man. into her house. It ended up, I think it was, like, $22,000 a month in rental fees to all Jeez. these companies. Yeah. And we were just like, hey, uh, no. First off, she's too old to sign these contracts. Like, it's in the law, you can't be above, I think, 70. And she was oh, yeah? she was well above that. Uh, none of your agents filled out the forms correctly. 
and like obviously she doesn't need all the shit like she was obviously being scammed she doesn't have the capacity to understand mm. that she's being yeah. scammed and the companies were defending and they're like no she's got to at least pay for the equipment like not even the rental fee like just pay the value of the equipment and stuff and went in front of a judge and the judge like not even for a trial just like a settlement conference yeah so it's off the record and stuff but the judge looked at it and was like yeah no no we're, we're just not doing this yeah. yeah like it's not going to trial there's no trialable issues mm-hmm I'm dismissing all these claims and she gets to keep all the equipment for free. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And it, it ended up being actually kind of a shit order because she had so many of these equipment things that like you need We needed to uninstall them uh-huh. and it ended up costing money to get them taken out. Uh-huh. But like, it's better than paying for them. 22. Yeah. yeah. It, but like, yeah, that type of shit still happens. Like this was only like a year or two ago. So this, people will fucking sign anything without yeah. reading. Yeah. People the worst is like when they well like. I love it. I get it in my email. You owe the money to CRA. I own. I own this. I own. I'm like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Or when you get the call, I never answer the phone. No. Anymore. No. So you just saw. I got. I had two calls today. Yeah. Okay. And I bet you one of them is my friend duck cleaning. Yeah. No problem. I remember one time I was in the car and then it was the phone rang. And I and I turn it on, and then the lady's like, "Oh, like duck cleaning, whatever." And I had music on. I just fucking turned the music up, and I held it to the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate answering those damn calls. There's a guy on YouTube. Uh, what he does is, he pretends to be an old person, mm-hmm. and he does really good. Like he has like a voice changer thing to like change the tone, but then he also just like can scream. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he even sets up a fake like virtual computer on his mm-hmm. computer. And it'll be like some Windows help security thing. And the people are obviously just trying to scam him. And yeah. he will, his goal is to keep them on the phone for as, as long as, long as, as possible. And one of them, <laughs> he had the guy for nine hours. Oh my God, that guy wanted that sale. Screen sharing. So the guy thought he was in the actual computer, but he wasn't on like a fake banking website mm-hmm. saying that this little old woman had like 300 grand in her bank account. And, uh, she he she pretended to go on her cell phone mm-hmm. and go all the way to the the local store to buy a bunch of Google Play gift cards for like five hundred <laughs> bucks each. Yeah. And then at the end, she gets back to her computer. She in quotations yeah, yeah, yeah. goes back to her computer, and she goes to add them to his Google account, so he gets the five hundred. Mm-hmm. But she forgets to switch the account, so she's adding it to her own account. But it's obviously yeah. it's not real, like yeah. it's yeah. fake accounts and everything. And um, the guy on the phone is screaming like you fucking bitch are you fucking are you prostitute (laughs) at one point um she redeems the first one and he's like how can you redeem how can you redeem (laughs) and she's like i'm sorry i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) you need to stop swearing at me oh it's so funny it's so how could she slap that's what it reminded me of yeah how could she slap that was so. That was a funny video. You, you know what's funny about that that clip though? If you ever saw the backstory, it was like on a game show thing, and yeah. like she was allowed to slap them, like that they had signed up for it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Like she was supposed to like dominate them in quotations, and like the guy, I guess, was cool with it up until the slap. Up until he got slapped in the face. Even though he had already agreed to have been slapped. In the maybe face. he didn't read the terms. Maybe ah, uh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, maybe he didn't didn't read it. <laughs> Someone should have fucking briefed him then. That, that this just loop was a Seinfeld episode. Exactly, right there. Like, oh, <laughs> it's all connected. It, yeah, 
Dude, dude that remind that slap. Remember the guy with the eight ball jacket? Which subway station? Do you remember that? Oh my god, yeah. When like I, I can't remember what like what, what it was about. This guy was like six foot something. And she started throwing hands with him. Yeah, she threw a couple hands. And then he stood up and he fucking slapped her to that's <laughs> I can't even fucking Elon Musk is gonna find her on Mars dude that's yeah <laughs> but the ring to that slap and she held her ground too like he slapped her hard as she I think she was still on her feet yeah she didn't fall and then her man stood up and he's like well I gotta like fight back and then that guy just got handled yeah dude like he took him to like he just took him he was beating the shit out of him I was like oh yeah. my god that'd be the worst like if I was on a, if I was in a situation like that with Emily where she was trying to throw hands with some guy and he slapped her I'm not throwing hands like I told her this before I'm like buddy you can handle yourself yeah like if you want to be stupid and fight somebody go right ahead i am not taking part of it she was like well what if we're in a club and some guy slaps my ass i'm like we wave over a bouncer i'm not about to fucking scrap some guy <laughs> we wave over i'm like what if what happens if i get punched i fall backwards i hit my head i die yeah, yeah there you go, go. yeah, yeah that, that's what a possibility. about if i go fucking super saiyan i punch that guy and i actually by some miracle knock him out he mm. falls and he dies i'm going to jail for the rest of my life like yeah there's no reward here. There's only risk. We're not fucking playing this game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like playing fucking Russian roulette. Why? What do you win? You win not dying. Okay, great. <laughs> it's like Russian roulette, but it's there's uh, it's all bullets. Yeah. It's, it's a fucking it's a semi-automatic gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's a 1911. <laughs> Loaded up. <laughs> <laughs> you know when when you when we're talking about the old people getting scammed, all I can picture now in, was in South Park. You should go kill yourself. Oh, oh sir, sir, well, yeah. we don't want to talk like that on the show. No, you should, you should kill yourself. What are you, a pussy? You're not going to kill yourself? <laughs> well, if you say that, somebody might actually do it, and then you'd feel bad. No, I won't. <laughs> no, I won't. You're a fucking pussy. <laughs> All right, episode 38 in the books. Under further review. Mario B. Mike B. B. Not Chris G. Chris? He'll be back eventually. I thought, I thought I heard a knock on the yeah. door. <laughs> and duck cleaning. Oh, okay. All right. Take it easy. <laughs>